The trade deadline is drawing closer and the flames just keep getting higher. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me here today as we recap the Flames' 5-3 win over the New Jersey Devils. We're going to preview Saturday's game against the Islanders, and it's Friday, so you know that means it's time for winners and losers of the week, naturally. But before we dive into all that, please make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts, as well as YouTube. We are here for you Monday through Friday, five days a week, your team every day. What a game. I didn't, I really didn't know how this one was going to go because I saw that Jack Hughes was uh, back and I, I was a little worried. I, I'm not going to lie. But I also remembered that the Devils have been not playing the best. And they've also had uh, some questionable goaltending throughout the season. So it was kind of like a, well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> and for once, it went pretty well and in the Flames' favor. The one thing that did also stand out to me was unfortunately Chris Tanev getting high high sticked high stuck high sticked twice and of course he had to go to the locker room twice and i i understand why people are worried about him being injured in general but also as we approach the trade deadline and he is a, a hot commodity you don't want to see him injured and you kind of you have to avoid moments like that. So fingers crossed that he's still hanging in there okay. And, you know, it's, it's Chris Tanev. He blocks pucks with his face. I'm sure he's fine. Tonight's goals came from Michael Backlund, Connor Zari, Kevin Rooney's first as a flame, Kuzmenko, Manji, and Mangiapani. Uh, Michael Backlund's goal came late in the first period and Zari put them up two to one and of course we have to celebrate Kevin Rooney's first as a Calgary Flame. He played 17 games with the club last season and did not manage to net a goal but tonight he did in front of uh, Rune Dog Nation so congratulations to you know everyone that got to see that and we're going to talk more about him coming up a little bit later in the show. I, I I do have something to say, though. Kuzmenko scored a goal tonight, okay? Elias Lindholm didn't. And Nikita Zadorov was picking on players a foot shorter than him. So, what did you do? They were silent. Great to see Kuzmenko playing, though. I really like what we're seeing from him. Obviously, it's only been two games, but it's great to see him start off on a high note. And hopefully the momentum builds not only with him, but his other line mates and spreads through the rest of the team. I am really enjoying 
what the Flames have given us these last two games. I think that they actually look like a team. They look like a team that uh, practices consistently. They look like a team that can communicate. And not only on the ice, but off the ice, because they don't have a coach that, like, they don't have a coach like Daryl Sutter anymore. And not that Ryan Huska is, like, overly soft, because I'm sure there are, you know, elements of his coaching that we don't see, and he doesn't present to the media, but he is a very, like, calm, cool, collected guy. Like, if the Flames do something wrong, he instant he's taken notes. He, is, he isn't sitting there with a sour look on his face just watching. He's taking notes, and I think that's good. Because you can go back and reference it, whether it's on film or uh, in the locker room, whatever the case may be. But I do think that Ryan Huska's way of coaching has been super effective with this team, and it's nice to see. And sure, team isn't really winning a lot, but I, I don't know. I think that this is a pretty decent first season <laughs> for Huska. I also really appreciate what he is doing, just letting everyone kind of ride their own wave, but also putting similar players together. And yeah, that's part of roster construction, but I feel like throughout the beginning of the season, we were seeing a lot more line shuffling, and now it's kind of smoothed out. And I I like that. I think consistency is key with this team. They need routine. They need structure. They're very, uh, what do you call it? Creatures of habit. That's, I think, all athletes are. But especially, like, this team, when you are struggling to find your footing, shaking it up is good. But if you just keep going and working with the same people and building off of that, you're eventually going to get somewhere. Markstrom faced 41 shots, allowed three goals. Uh, I mean... It's going to happen. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Markstrom should have been perfect. I think that that's an unrealistic expectation, especially against a team that is uh, pretty good at scoring goals. (laughs) I liked what we saw from him. I think he had a stellar first period as well. Uh, That really stood out to me. And he didn't take his foot off the gas. He was still super focused after he let in those two goals in the third period. I thought that he he wasn't he he was still believing in himself. I feel like there's a different word I'm looking for. But like last season he would just kind of give up and just kind of check out after that um which is very unlike Jacob Markstrom. We know that he is a very competitive player. Uh, I liked the penalty kill. I'm never, I shouldn't say never, I will rarely ever sit here and complain about the Flames penalty kill. And if I am, it's probably like opposite day or something. Again, I expected New Jersey to come out on top because Jack Hughes was back. And usually not good goaltenders play like Vesna trophy winners um, when they play the Flames. (laughs) So I guess I was worried for nothing. And if that doesn't sum up rooting for the flames, I feel like that is, that's it right there. (laughs) 
a lot of worrying and a lot of pondering and wishing for better. Coming up next, we are going to continue our wish list as the Flames head to Long Island uh, to take on the New York Islanders. Uh, And we will be right back after a quick break. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at uh, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, you can follow the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. The New York Islanders are a team that was very interesting to... I feel like I always just use the word interesting. But they their season did not start off on a good trajectory. They lost... A number of games in a row. And not like the Flames when they lose like three or four in a row. I'm pretty sure it was close to 10. It might have even been like 11. And that's not a good way to start the season. As we know, you need to garner and pick up and gain as much momentum as you can. And all the points you can. So when you kind of slide back a little bit. Uh, you have a little room to fall on. Like you look, you look at the New York Rangers. Look at them and how they are playing in right now, and but how they're still on top of the Metro because they had a they built a cushion, they built that safety net. So in case a slide happens, you know, little little bit of regression, it's natural, and really good teams are able to. To build off of that and to have, you know, they can afford to lose a few games here and there because of all the points that they have stacked with their consistent wins. I think that the Islanders are very much a case of, a case for, really, that anything can happen. You switch your coach and suddenly things start working. And I know the drama surrounding Lane Lambert to start the season while the coaching change in Ottawa was bound to happen too. Like those two coaching changes should have happened at around the same time. They didn't. Lou Lamorello just dragged this on. And I I would say that things are going pretty well <laughs> for the Islanders. As I'm recording this, they are beating the Tampa Bay Lightning six to two. So I'm glad that they found their offense. 
and I hope that they don't find it on Saturday. I hope they know to leave it at the door. I am impressed with how things have gone for the Islanders since the coaching change. And you look at their point leaders and uh, Noah Dobson, who is not very good at defense, but is putting up numbers. So he's automatically in the Norris Trophy conversation. Uh, is tied with Matt Barzal for fi- or with 52 points uh, each, and they lead the team. Brock Nelson and Bo Horvat lead the team in goals. I think that it's great to see both of the- I think it's great to see all of these people succeed, especially when you haven't been doing well, unless it's the Oilers. They, they did just lose or win like 20,000 games in a row. So we... We can pray for their downfall a little bit here. Same colors as the Islanders, right? Uh, so one of them's got to be bad. This certainly feels like a game that is going to go one of two ways. You like you're looking at the spectrum, right? And you have a really good Flames performance where it lights out, shut out, you're getting the best of your power play, you're getting the best of your penalty kill, five-on-five scoring, like, everything is going well. And then on the other end, you have whoever's in net couldn't stop a beach ball. And that is a very wide spectrum, right? So... (laughs) It just feels like it is going. This game is going to be one extreme or the other. Is Ryan Huska going to start Vladar after the Islanders just beat up Tampa Bay, right? And is he going to start Markstrom again after two hard-fought games on the road, after a long break, and when they're The stories of the trades are starting to creep up, even. Can we take a second to talk about how uh, Markstrom and Elliot Friedman were like, yeah, no, like, Markstrom doesn't like when trades, when his name gets brought up, like, everyone, including the team, is, like, respectfully, you know, not talking about it and creating, you know, all this hoopla. And then Eric Francis, two hours later, makes this whole thing, this whole spectacle of Jacob Markstrom waving his no trade clause. Anyways, justice for Jacob Markstrom. Sorry, you have to be the subject of that. Now I see why Johnny Gaudreau left. Um, I don't know. I just, I really am impressed with what we've seen since this team has returned. I think that it has been a different team and I get it. I'm sure that they are so well rested. I'm sure that it feels good to be back and to, you know, start this off on the road is good. I mean, this team always plays so much better on the road than at home, and I will never understand it. It does not matter which which team you look at in the last four years I've covered uh, this team, but they all they consistently play better on the road. And can string wins together easier on the road than they can at home. This team is an anomaly. It is an enigma. It needs to be studied under a microscope. And that is why (laughs) I'm going to hold, uh, hold them to a high standard on Saturday because of the way that they have been playing. 
They've been playing like a team that wants to make the playoffs. That is trying to prove that they can be a playoff team. And I'm just going to say it. If they could play like this all 82 games, or not even all, but a majority of the season, you're looking at a top two teams in the Pacific. Like, it's just, oh, this, this team is so frustrating because they give you so much hope and then they'll rip it away and then they'll feed you some more and then they'll rip it away. So congratulations, Flames, for getting my hopes up again. You you win. You win at all of this. I I do think that on Saturday they're they're gonna come out. I, I would assume pretty pretty hot. Um and I want to see that full 60 minute performance. And I know how cliche and like how much of a cop out that is, but this team has struggled all year playing a full 60 minutes. I want to see them up and at them through 60 minutes. And I want to see more from that power play. They were quiet in Jersey, but they had two power play goals in Boston. I want to see something. I am not asking for every goal to be pretty, to be highlight reel worthy, any of that. I just want to see something. And I I like what we're seeing from the power play. It's starting to kind of pick up a little bit. But again, let's build this momentum and keep it going. You've won two in a row. Can you officially make it a streak with three? That is the real question. And coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with our winners and losers of the week. And boy, oh boy, do we have a treat to talk about this week. And we will do that right after the break. We're driven by Search for Better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with your candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash on. Just go to Indeed.com slash on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? 
Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is boosting is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a $3 match. That's right, no cap on the 3 3% match. Robin Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 24 validated by Radius Global Marketing Market Research. Investing involves risks including loss. Limitations apply to R. IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA is available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with me on today's episode of Locked on Flames. Uh, I hope you are enjoying this lead up to the trade deadline. You know that the Flames are going to be making moves, and we will be here for you the day of the trade deadline. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, We will have the latest news, and we will have the latest news up to the deadline as well. So you're, you're going to want to stick around. It's going to be a fun month. Now. It is Friday, which means it's winners and losers of the week time. If you're new here, winners and losers of the week is exactly what it is. It doesn't have to be hockey related. does not have to be sports related. A lot of it sometimes is pop culture and sports simply because that's what we do on this podcast. And my guests and co-hosts, we're obviously big sports fans, right? So obviously winners and losers of the week, most of the time drawn from there. Kevin Rooney is my first winner of the week. It is great to see him score his first as a flame, but especially in his second game back. This kid is, he's not a kid. He's 30, 31 years old. We are from the same area, um, I will say. So, like, shout out to Massachusetts for producing fun people. Um, (laughs) Kevin Rooney is just wholeheartedly a good person and someone that is very kind and very courteous and caring. I appreciate what he does for, uh, you know, his fans. And it's nice to see that he is getting rewarded after grinding his whole career. And, you know, you never know. When you're a fourth liner, and you're bouncing between the NHL and AHL at 30 years old, you don't know what's next. And I'm sure that shoulder injury was kind of scary because you're at a crossroad in your career. And for him to get that goal tonight was really, really special. And then you have Jacob Pelletier jumping into his arms, which is the epitome of Pelletier being Pelletier. Like, that, that is Jacob Pelletier, in a nutshell. If somebody, there is literally a thread on Twitter that has 
all of these Jacob Pelletier wholesome moments. And it's literally him jumping into other people's arms or like, I don't not a noogie because like a noogie is like bullying, but like patting and rubbing the top of his teammates' heads after they do stuff, hyping up Huberto and Kadri. Like he is just, again, vibes per 60 are off the charts with him. So congratulations uh, to both of them for returning. And I feel like uh, because they were able to get closer during their recovery and rehab stint, they're going to have a better connection and chemistry on the ice. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. And my loser of the week is indecisiveness. For no particular reason as we head up to the trade deadline, am I talking about indecisiveness? Especially with a handful of players, really not just a handful, it's, it's about one or two, uh, players that have no idea what they want to do. And, you know, the front office has no indication of what's to come with these guys. And uh, Noah Hannafin, please turn in your decision by end of business tomorrow because things need to things need to get done. I think if the Flames had a solid offer, they would just do it. I, I don't think they're holding out um, for some sort of miracle here. I, I don't see a situation where uh, fellow Massachusetts native Noah Hannafin resigns, but I also think that it, it may be a little bit more difficult to replace him in the lineup. That's just my that is just my opinion. I understand defensemen like him, uh, you know, they some may see them as a dime a dozen, but it is what it is. There, I don't um, I don't pride myself in being a scout. But I do think it's time to, you know, kind of crap or get off the pot. Like, it's it's time to make your decision. And he would, he would do great on any other team. He provides enough where Craig Conroy asking for a first-round pick, I would say, is justified. People are saying it's not. I'm not those people. Could you imagine? Apparently, teams want a forward, or Toronto wants Chris Tanev and a forward. Who are you, what forward could it be? Is Brad Tree Living trying to call Ontario native Andrew Mangiapane back home? Feels like colluding to me. We will have to see how that goes, because I their cap situation is a disaster. I do not know how Toronto is going to make any of this work, regardless of who they acquire. But we shall see. We shall absolutely see. But that does it for today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, on YouTube as well. I appreciate you tuning in. Stay safe. Stay warm stay hydrated, and remember to be kind.